Hey everyone, welcome to Delegami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. If you are new here and we have not yet had the privilege of meeting you, my name is Travis Gold and I have the privilege of being the lead pastor at For the People's Church located in downtown Los Angeles. And my name is Kyra Gold. We are married and have an incredible son named Axel. Amen. On today's episode of Delegami, we're kicking off day eight of our daily Advent meditation series as we learn to treasure Christ more deeply this Christmas season together as the people of God, gathering around the fire of his word, empowered by his Holy Spirit, making our King's glorious arrival visible in our homes and our churches to our children, family, friends, and our congregations. Amen. Each day, Monday through Friday of this Advent season, we're going to be taking you through an Advent meditation. We pray that these episodes would serve as a resource to help you make space in your days in the lead up to Christmas to prepare your heart for the awe-provoking reason we celebrate it. Right. We pray that this time would help strengthen the joy, the purpose, and the fullness of Christmas. Amen. In case you miss any of the episodes up until this point, we strongly encourage you to go back and listen from the introductory episode until now. The episodes, while they can stand alone, they definitely build on each other and set the tone for the rest of the series. This is partly why we aren't doing weekend episodes, so you have space in your schedule to catch up if needed. And in case you haven't been following along, uh, Trav and I are alternating daily who is sharing the meditation for each day. I shared yesterday which was day seven, which means Trav, you are up. But before he gets to the Advent meditation for today, just wanted to, as always, uh, just share a quick friendly reminder to make sure that you stay tuned to the end of each episode as we always end the day with questions for reflection. Now, with all of that being said, let's jump right into day eight. Trav, take it away. Today's meditation is called Jesus the Good Shepherd. Day 8, Jesus the Good Shepherd. We will be reading from Matthew chapter 2, verses 4 through 12, beginning in verse 4. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. Verse 6, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Verse 7, Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. Verse 9, after they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And verse 11, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. The focus of today's meditation will be centered around verse 6, which reads again, But you, 
Bethlehem and the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. We read in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, that in the past God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways, but in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom also he made the universe. So here in Matthew chapter 2 verses 5 and 6 is a confirmed prophecy spoken through the prophet Micah. We see in these verses the fullness of what the author of Hebrews states at the beginning of the book of Hebrews that we just read in verse 1 and 2 that God in the past spoke through prophets but now in these last days has spoken to us by his son. Amen. The Old Testament was full of prophecies concerning Christ. Things like what he would do, how he would arrive, where he would be born. And all in all, there were over 300 prophecies concerning Christ, and he sovereignly fulfilled all of them in perfect detail. And just in case you don't grasp the gravity of that, let me break it down to you mathematically. I'm not a math person, but these stats just astound me. Mathematically speaking, the statistical odds of one man fulfilling just eight prophecies is one in 100 quadrillion. Wow. And the odds of one person fulfilling 48 is one with 158 zeros behind it. So we cannot even human with human mathematical wisdom even begin to calculate the odds of Jesus fulfilling over 300 prophecies. But that's not the point. The point is he confirmed them all, leaving no doubt that he was and still is the one true Messiah. Amen. The specific prophecy that Matthew 2 is referencing is found in Micah chapter 5, verse 4, and it reads, He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will live securely for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. Amen. We are likened to sheep because we do the same one of two things that they do. They either follow or they wander. So we are all sheep in need of a shepherd. This goes for any of us even in church leadership too, that we are all sheep in need of a shepherd. The inborn sin in us causes us to wander and drift or follow something that leads us astray. But as disciples of Christ, we are called to follow Jesus. He is our direction. He is our guide. He is the way of salvation. In John chapter 10, Jesus says that he is the good shepherd. And the essence of good means that it originates with God because he is good. Jesus is the good shepherd because he was sent by God to lay down his life as a sacrifice for our sins that we may receive forgiveness and new life in him. Hallelujah. We see in John chapter 10 verses 14 through 18, Jesus say this, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me and I know the father. Mm. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Come on. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and they shall be one flock and one shepherd. Verse 17 continues. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. 
Mm. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Mm. Jesus is the chief shepherd. He is the overseer of our souls. Yet in many instances, we are shepherded by other things that lead us wayward from our purpose in Christ. Mm. Maybe sometimes you are shepherded by your pain or maybe by your past experiences. Maybe you've been shepherded by fear. Maybe it's a desire or even a felt need. Whatever it is, brothers and sisters, know that it won't satisfy or sustain you and it won't lead you in the way everlasting. As we get closer to Christmas, let us be reminded of Jesus' all-provoking words in John 14, verse 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered in verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Jesus is the way the truth, and the life. Amen? Amen. Now, some questions for reflection. Question number one. What is God revealing to you about himself and his character in the passages shared in today's episode? Question number two. How has God brought encouragement to you through these passages? How has he brought challenge through the verses that were shared? What specifically is he confronting? And question three, in what ways are you most susceptible to being shepherded by other things and not Jesus? Do you truly see him as the good shepherd? Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any unbelief in your heart. Let me pray. God, thank you that you have sent your son Jesus to die in our place. Mm. Thank you that he is the good shepherd and Mm. overseer of our souls. Lord, I pray that we would have a deepening trust and a deepening satisfaction in you. Uh, Have your way in our hearts and our minds. Will we look more like you? Help us see your beauty and majesty and glory and wonder more clearly, Lord. And I pray that we would see ourselves in right relationship to the gospel. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our good shepherd. Thank you that you are the overseer of our souls. Would your name be hallowed and your will be done. And to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. We are so humbled that you're here with us. Be sure to check back in every day, Monday through Friday, each week to join us for daily Advent meditations this Advent season running from November 29th through December 24th as we learn to receive more fully the gift of Jesus Christ. And as always, remember to what? Love God, love His church, and faithfully build your foundation on Him. In Christ with prayers and love, D'Alegami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. Peace. See you next time.